0: When I joined GoBundance, I just pictured all these guys that were on the same journey like they were all polished. They were doing all the same things that I was doing every day. Like, you know, I was just like, to be successful, everybody has done all the things that I'm trying to do. I'm at that point where I want to accelerate life. One of the things that I did not expect is how unnerving it was to be around people that were trying to deliver you value with nothing in return.
1: What's up tribe listeners? I want to talk about our sponsor for today's episode, Go Abundance. The tribe for healthy, wealthy, generous people who choose to live epic lives. It's a tribe I've been a part of for 5 years now and it's I keep coming back year after year because of the quality of the connections and interactions that I get and the accountability that I get toward the goals that I'm looking to achieve. Go Abundance is meant everything to me. So I'm really, really proud to sit here on the Tribe of Millionaires podcast and tell you a little bit about GoBundance. Here's the thing. Why do you live where you live? Think about it. Why do you live in the neighborhood you live in or the apartment building you live in or wherever it might be? Usually people move into a community because of the quality of the neighbors and all of the amenities that are available to them. And then they go about using those amenities and leveraging that community to the best of their ability for growth. They make connections with neighbors, lifelong friendships, things that serve them. We want that for ourselves, for our wives, or husbands, and our children. That's what abundance is at the next level. Imagine if you're a man moving into a community of other millionaire men that are driven toward being the best versions of themselves as fathers, as husbands, in their health, in their relationships, in their contribution, you name it. That's what GoBundance provides. For me, it's been everything. I get with my GoBundance brothers on a weekly basis, and I tell them, this is where I'm trying to go. Things I can't share with the regular folks in my life, my friends, my family that I've known forever, they only know me for who I've been. Abundance guys, they know me only for who I'm becoming. And when I deviate, when I go off course from being that guy, from taking action toward being that guy, that's when they step in, that's when they hold me accountable, and that's what accelerates my growth. Go to GoBundance.com right now and apply. If you're a millionaire and a man, GoBundance.com. If you're a woman and a millionaire, GoBundanceWomen.com. And if you're not quite a millionaire, go to GoBundanceEmerge.com. And you join me in the community that I've created in partnership with goabundance to get yourself to that place of being what we call a whole life millionaire. GoBundance.com. You can start there, see everything that we have to offer. It's an incredible community. I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Now, back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today's guest, Matt Bose, is an investor. He's a father, a husband, and a GoBundance brother of mine. He's out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. First guy I've talked about in South Dakota, I think. So, Matt, man, welcome. Welcome to the show.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, Jamie.
1: Of course. Let's dive in. So, what do you do? What, do? what? does anyone do? I'm just kidding. In Sioux Falls, South Dakota, like, tell me about that. Are you from there? Give me kind of your upbringing through today.
0: Yeah, I'm not originally from um, South Dakota. Uh, I've lived here twice in my life now. Uh, my wife and I moved up here. My wife's a physician, and so we ended up here. I was originally from Nebraska or kind of I lived in Kansas and Missouri. But uh, the first time we lived here, my wife came up here uh, to do a residency for three years. And so uh, that was the first stop in Sioux Falls As we came up here three years, and then we moved, moved back for 10 years, and then uh, life kind of happened. And uh, we always said we'd move back and have an opportunity um, when things got a little bit crazy uh, with our with our jobs. Um, when we were 40, it was like, hey, we need to slow things down. And so we moved we moved back to Sioux Falls. We, had some, we still had a bunch of friends here that were um, had some opportunities. And they're like, yeah, you don't just don't need to work and be crazy like that. Uh, have you ever thought about moving back? So, yeah, it's interesting that you. I'm not from here, but I've lived here twice now. So yeah,
1: it's good. What's the draw? What's the draw to Sioux Falls? Sell it, sell Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
0: <laughs> Other than the state income tax. Um, is it zero? Is it a 0%? It's zero. It's, zero. Nice. it's a nice yeah. town. I mean, Sioux Falls is a, uh, I would classify it as like, it's, it's a super clean town. It's always going to be like the top 10 towns uh, living in the nation. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's kind of a hub. It's got a bunch of big corporate businesses out of there, a lot of financial businesses like Citigroup there, Wells Fargo oh. Financial. Um, it's got more trust than anywhere in the United States. Um, and a big hospital system that services it's just, a, it's just a big hub. So it's a smaller town, but it services.
1: What's the population, uh, city and uh, then MSA?
0: Uh, about 200,000. And I don't know if uh, it might be 220, 240, like I'm going to say. But yeah, it's growing. I mean, it's grown steadily for years well, and years and years. That's just,
1: I mean, it's a beautiful part of the country. No doubt about it. I mean, the weather, cold. the cold weather is yeah, the part that you know, obviously doesn't attract yep. people. But- but Boise has had a lot of migration. Are you seeing sort of that West Coast migration, that California migration? Is Sioux Falls? I hadn't heard of Sioux Falls as a city that's seeing kind of an influx, but is it?
0: Um, yeah, I would say that we saw, especially during COVID, we had a lot of influx of people that were uh, that were moving here. Um, I would say you're not seeing. There's some of that influx from the coast that you're seeing from you know if they're here if they're a specialist in some kind of hospital hospital capacity or a financial person, you know, if I have um, a lot of corporate businesses that are here, you'll see those people. Um, but you're seeing just a lot of influx from kind of like the Midwest. You're seeing people, you know, we did see people during COVID that came out here and opened gyms from New York city and, and things like that. They just, uh, they needed the, the ability to to run businesses more than anything. So
1: yeah, um, I'm looking at the population yeah. trend and honestly, it's, it's, it's it kind of shocking when I pulled it up. Yeah. It's a pretty intense population chart. I, I I'd never thought of Sioux Falls, South Dakota as a uh, as a bit of a boom town right now, but it looks like it is at least population wise, which is great. Yeah,
0: and it's been I I'm not pulling up a chart. It's probably that for twenty years, twenty or thirty years. It's just been a steady steady growth. So yeah, I mean that's part of the part of the draw too. Is just the energy of a town that's growing um, steadily is 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 pretty pretty awesome to see. I've lived in the town. I grew up in rural Nebraska. And uh, yeah, I lived in a town that was going the other way. And it's it's uh, definitely the, the energy, they're different for for sure.
1: Yeah. Same in upstate New York. Those towns are all going the wrong way. So I feel yeah. that. What do you do in Sioux Falls, South Dakota? What does the day-to-day look like for you?
0: Uh, day-to-day, I work as a ag-chem sales rep. So I work for a company. I work from home and travel a good portion of the state of Minnesota. So I've done that for... Close to 20 years, work from home and travel to sales territory. So I would joke like I'm a kind of a OG when it comes to home office and uh, and 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 doing uh, work from home. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm a factory rep for a for an ag chemical company. So anything that uh, anything that uh, needs taken care of on a on a f- local level, uh, I'm I'm the person to contact.
1: Yeah. I guess I didn't appreciate. I'm looking at it now. Sioux Falls is, I mean, like you could trip into Minnesota from there, it looks like.
0: Yeah, it's 10 miles. And Iowa. And, and Iowa. Iowa. Iowa's, Iowa's right 15 there. miles. Yeah. So we're right on the border of, I mean, there's definitely, it's definitely a border though. It's uh, when you're from South Dakota to Minnesota, but yeah, what they're, do you mean? they're close.
1: What does that mean? It's definitely a border. Explain that. It's,
0: when you get into Minnesota, the I would say that it's it's a pretty hard, hard border. Like you're either... Not a very commingled border. I would say that. Like it's. Uh, well,
1: what about, happens? Do they beat you at the border? Like you, this is this is scaring me. What's hap- What happens when you go across the border? No, I mean the
0: politics change a little bit when you get oh, into. Sure. You know, Minnesota's a pretty, I would say, diverse politics, and then you get into South Dakota's fairly conservative. Um, so yeah, it's just, it just it changes a lot of um, you know a lot of it re- revolves around um farming communities and, and who settled who settled these original towns. Um you know that's uh when I get into Minnesota it's a lot of a lot of Dutch uh, people s- settled those towns and it just it goes back you know a yeah. hundred years. Yeah it's, it, it's it's always interesting to see.
1: Uh, is there an Austin effect potentially happening then? Because I, I would imagine a zero percent uh uh state income tax so yeah. close to the border. I think about Austin, I mean it's more like you know, San Francisco moving to Austin and then, and then bringing, and I I never get this bringing their politics. We got to get out of this crazy city, but do it our way. Are you seeing that at all in Sioux falls? Is there, is there sort of a a migration of more of the, I don't want to say like liberals, but you get my point, like more of a liberal mindset that's maybe permeating Sioux falls a little bit.
0: Yeah. It's a little bit more moderate. This city is, you know, you're going to see some, you're going to see a few more Biden, uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know things in paris in,
1: flags in, or whatever yeah and
0: then you're gonna see and in, in, um so yeah there's definitely it's 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 more more moderate i would say that you know people i think people say like austin's i've heard people say like austin's in test in texas but it's not of texas you that's know true. there's probably there's probably some people in south dakota would be like ah, sioux falls is in south dakota but it's not of south dakota i don't know if that's quite that but it doesn't have the uh doesn't have the live music scene or anything like that, but yeah.
1: Got gotcha. you. Uh, sales, you said were ag chem. Can you explain ag that, chem. that to be, be ag? What? I'm sorry.
0: Ag, agricultural chemicals. So ag, like yeah, herbici- right. yeah, herbicides, pesticides, insecticides. Um, yeah. So I work mainly with like larger accounts that are utilizing those, utilizing those, those products for, for the company I work for.
1: What do you make of it, if anything? I'm curious, and if not, yeah. we could just move on. But yeah. Bobby Kennedy's talked a lot about Roundup chemicals in, in, and yeah. in, uh, in certain um, uh, or elements of certain chemicals for killing weeds or or pesticides or whatever it might be. I, I don't know. You tell me how far down that rabbit hole you are, if at all. I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm, that's about as far as I've gone. Like, oh, that's interesting. Roundup has a chemical that's not good. But what's the story there, if you know? And what's the perspective, if any?
0: Um, I mean. They're all trace man. They're all trace. You know, they're all products of, of chemicals. Yeah, uh, you know, I think Roundup's rather safe. I wouldn't drink it. Well, um, what is it?
1: What is the chemical? Like, what is this thing that's getting such controversy? Do you know?
0: Yeah, it's glyphosate is the active active ingredient in that.
1: And what's so, the what's the what's the push? I mean, it's a chemical. I mean, I get that it's not. Yeah, so the
0: pushback was. I mean, the pushback was that there was. It's widely used across. Uh, has been for years and years and years and then I want to get too deep in this cause they're still pending lawsuits. And, um, but yeah, there were some people that were exposed to it year after year after year, you know, for 30 or 40 years, um, wow. and then developed some, some cancers To Um, so yeah, I would, I mean, it, it, I don't, I would say there's, there's a lot of concerns out there in this world of, of things that are floating around in our, from everywhere, you know, right. not, I was gonna say that the, sounds like
1: one of many. That sounds like one of, one of it. I would, put, I
0: would thing. classify that too. Of, right. um, if I was gonna put it on a list, like, yeah, it would be one of many. Yeah. Right. 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 That makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, said your wife's a physician. Tell me a little bit about the family To yeah. the extent you're comfortable sharing. So married, kids, boys, girls, ages, all that good
0: stuff. Yeah. I'm married with two boys, uh, 12 and seven. So a lot of, a lot of fun there. Um, it's a little bit like a fraternity house once in a while and uh same. uh same yeah this this past weekend i made them i made the boys wash their their bathroom from ceiling to floor with with uh lysol in two buckets i'm like i don't know what you i'm sure you have you have some boys i'm like i don't know what you two doing here or what you've done like but we're gonna wipe this down from floor to ceiling like get after it so yeah it's a it's always interesting to see him, see him kind of evolve and grow up.
1: There's no control is the issue in the bathroom. Like when they're, yeah. when they wake up, for instance, in the morning, they just go, no matter where it's going to land.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> they just is, go, yeah.
1: they don't know how yeah. to directionally do it. My kids, my kids go outside more than go. they do in the bathroom. I don't, they love going outside. Like if they could be five steps from the bathroom, but they will yep. run outside to pee in the grass yours.
0: Um, yeah, they would if it, if you, if you let them. I say, I, I live like in a little forested area and uh, yeah, it's always interesting to see like once in a while, our ring, our ring camera will catch them, like, you know, peeing off the front porch or, yeah, it's like, guys,
1: like, that's, come boys. that's yeah, boys, that's boys, like, one, we'll one day we'll laugh at them, one day we'll laugh I
0: know, I know. Oh
1: boy. All right. Let's dive into the abundance yeah. questions. Uh, we're going to start with the first question, first two around pillars. So to remind everybody, our pillars I always say this every week. I should write these down, but I'm going to try to do them from memory. Our extreme accountability, authentic relationships, bucket list adventure, horizontal income, age defying health and genuine contribution. Good job, Jamie. In which of those six pillars, Mr. Bose, are you crushing
0: it? Yeah, I think that the authentic relationships, especially with my family, um, they've been solid and they continue to be solid. It's in uh, and, and part of it was uh just moving when we were, you know, making that, making that both, we both made career moves and moved back. And we kind of almost like had a contract with each other. It was like, Hey, like we're going to move again. We're at a point where we're going to double down on the family and uh, make that important. So that's, that's that, that relationship with my wife and family is just, it's really been solid. Um, Yeah, that was, that would be the thing that I would say that I'm crushing it. it.
1: Yeah. That's great, man. That's a great thing yeah. to crush it in. Let's flip it around. Yeah. What is one pillar you could use more support and accountability
0: in? Yeah. So I think, I think about um, extreme accountability. I, I think about just like I need accountability from others or feedback from others. Um, I do well, you know, just the, my personality type and I do pretty well when people co- I've always been well coached, like coached hard. Um, I let things like th- things don't bother me. If you looked at a, like a disc analysis, that would be like a high C, like things just mm. like they're, they're not going to get to me. So, um, that's the, the, the extreme accountability is kind of one of the things that, um, I really miss in my life a little bit too. And it's, I think part of it too, is just working from home. Um, you know, you don't have that. You know, I think a lot of people are going to face some of these struggles going forward of you don't have. People to walk in and then help, help you out every day and, um, you know, kind of lift you up and, or correct you when things are, you know, when you're, when you're not doing your best. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I think is, is going to be missing. I know you've managed this, uh, managed a team before, but it's, uh, yeah. you know, I think about how hard I've managed people to like how hard it'd be to manage teammates or people when they don't, when they work remotely. Like that's, that's pretty hard to. Pretty
1: hard to do so yeah 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 there's a lot of companies are forcing back into the office i get yeah. it
0: i do i really get I do it. you yeah. know
1: people there's a loss of productivity no doubt and just the the element of tribe right community when you're right. around other people there's thoughts and you know if somebody's having a bad day you can be picked up by the other isolation is 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 good in some ways some right. ways but it doesn't make for the most productivity so no i completely yeah. get that yeah. All right, where in your life my friend are you potentially flirting with disaster
0: Yeah. I mean, still it's, it's uh, like that male friendship for me um, is still, I would say that's, that is one of those things. It's a, it's a struggle for me. And a lot of it is, is I've moved quite a bit in my life. Um, I've moved probably every like three to five years. And so it's hard to, you know, set down those, those friendships along the way when you move, when you move quite a bit. And uh, yeah, again, working from, you know, not being from a town, um, working from home, it it all those things stack up to where you can, you can let those things slide. So yeah, go abundance has been, you know, that's, that was one of the, one of the selling points. Absolutely. It's like, Oh, I need, I need people around me. I need, I need male friendships more than anything. So, um, but if I don't pay attention to it, it can slide pretty quick and I can get back into bad habits.
1: Okay. Uh, We might touch back on that. I'm going to go to the next question, but there's something interesting in there and you might answer it. So I don't want to take it away from one of these questions, but in what specific way has GoBundance impacted your life?
0: Yeah. I would say that the, my short time here, it's been really like my own confidence in myself. Um, You know, one of the things that I've gone on a self-help, you know, journey here over the last five years and, when I joined GoBundance, I just, I pictured, I pictured all of these guys in the group that were on the same journey. Like they were all polished and they were doing all the same things that I was doing every day. Like, you know, I was just like, to be successful, everybody has done all the things that I'm trying to do. And one of the things that I joined, I was like, I just gave confidence myself. Like I'd done a lot of, like, the groundwork that people that were successful, maybe a lot of them hadn't done yet. You know, I, there was like, oh, have you guys looked at, you know, have you read this book or have you done this? And there was a lot of them that were like, no, I haven't done that. Um, so it really gave me the confidence, like, man, I've, I'm, I'm at that point where I want to accelerate in life and I've done the groundwork. I've laid that out there personally. And uh, yeah, that's it's given me a lot of confidence. And then, you know, the, the age of defying health. Uh, you know, I've lost probably 20, 25 pounds. All my health pillars are, are are getting better and better. And I would say that the, you know, the trajectory, if you were going to look at it, uh, when you're 45, uh, you know, I'm not making, it's not like, uh, they're good changes along the way. You know, they're slow, deliberate, and the habits are there. You know, the, the ones that are, they're going to be there in 30 years.
1: So yeah, that, they
0: yeah. So, yeah, there's so things hard, little... man. I,
1: I was talking to my my wife is 38 and yeah. you know so her metabolism is starting to slow down. I'm 44. And I said to her I'm like, listen, I you know, like as a as an old man here, but there is something around the mid 30s where any deviation is unforgiving. And what I mean is like I I you know, there's a point in life where I could eat crappy food all the time. Yep. And as long as I was somewhat active, yeah, nothing really impacted me. When you hit your mid 30s, you're like, okay, I'm going to eat better. And you can get to like 35, 40, and now 44, 45. You can do 95% good stuff in your diet, like 95%. And then just like on the weekends, you know, I have a beers and I, try, I eat some whatever. But it's like, it doesn't, it, it literally impedes like the 5% of bad that you do in your diet overwhelms the rest. So you're right. You have yeah. to embed little habits to chip away and almost be perfect in order to optimize your health. Now, if you don't want to be like ripped with a six pack, I get that. And neither do I, but it is amazing how, how you do learn, like, you know, you can't, you can't be 80% or 90% of the way there with your health and expect even, even marginal outcomes that you want. And uh, it's just, it's like an annoying truth I'm learning in my forties.
0: Yeah, no, I think (laughs) there's a, It's, it's, it's for sure. I think, you know, but I think we all get better at like doubling down on it too. It's like, oh, now I mean, I do things that I would never think about. Like, uh, one of my, one of my habits per quarter was, I was looking implementing a health habit is, is, uh, like eye cream and face cream. and like, you know what, when I go, like when I'm 65, I don't want my eyes to be wrinkly and old. Like I, you know, those are things that I can implement now. You know, it's like, you uh, have to. You have you to, have otherwise to. you won't get there. Yeah.
1: What, um, you said you lost 25 pounds. What are the habits or the changes that you've made that have led to that change for you?
0: Um, you know, I've, I've tried, I think just being around, being around a group of people that are fit, you know, it's just your environment. Um, yeah. I did do, uh, the glucose, the continuous glucose monitor, um, for a couple of weeks. And I mean, that was I kind of knew a lot of the things along there, but it was just eye-opening to really, like, there's a difference between knowing it and actually seeing what your body or how it reacts to, to different foods and exercise and sleep and all those kind of things. Um, that really kind of catapulted a couple changes. It was like, okay, this is I'm no longer guessing here. I'm like, I know what, I know what I need to do. So yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's probably and you know, i exercise almost every day and uh eat relatively healthy but yeah like that, that's been one of the more interesting things if people haven't done that that's uh it's just interesting to see what your, how your body reacts to certain foods and
1: that is great. again
0: what you what you can get away with and what you can't and
1: uh, yeah. So, yeah yep dave vanderlawn is a gober out of uh out of uh chicago his wife uh, does that for a living? You know, I talked to him the other day about about uh, you know getting involved with them because they have they'll all of the monitoring. What what? Yeah, what causes inflammation? What doesn't? Where your diet could be like? You're individualized yep. based on your blood, your stool, your urine, all of right. that. I think you're right. It's a great great way to go about it. Very cool. Um, yep. All right. What advice would you give to a new or prospective member of any abundance community? Well, I
0: would say the 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 first thing and I, I stole this from one of your podcasts before I even joined is just to give value first to others yeah. and expect nothing in return. Um, well, you didn't steal it.
1: That's, that's something like, why do you say that? <laughs> how, how have you learned that? You know, I,
0: I, I probably heard it. I don't know if I really stole it. Cause I probably I've heard it 10 or 15, you know, heard you hear it all again and again and again, <laughs> but when I joined, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I want to really, I want to get the most out of it, um, so I just came in, you know, just trying to deliver value. And then my idea of like what value is to others has changed. When I was younger, you know, I was think value is monetary, but yeah, you know, kind of that, uh, just getting that that mindset shift of what value is to others. and then, What is it
1: for you? Like define that, like I always say my, the value I offer generally is like, I'm, I'm, I'm a good connector. I like to hear a story and say, oh, you should meet so-and-so like right. that's the value I provide. It's not some crazy knowledge about the economy or, or how to right. get six pack abs. It's, it's that for you, is there something that you kind of are as a go-to for you as far as value add, or does it, is it more yeah. specific to the individual?
0: You know, kind of my superpowers is I'm a visionary. Um, can you generally see things in people before they can see them in themselves? Not true. Um, and then I've spent so much time with personal development and growth. Like I've I've got a library of good or bad, and the of ba- things in the back of my mind when somebody has a problem, like, hey, this is like you need to check out this book, or somebody says, I want to start something. Like, I have a pretty good idea of like, okay. Or they say, I need to do a personality test i'm like okay here's i've done five of these tests here's where you need to start like don't this is the one to start with so those are the things that i've banked up along the way um which
1: one which one do you start with sorry uh, on the personality test you got me curious uh,
0: i start with disc
1: disc i, t- I start
0: one? with disc what do you yeah.
1: graduate to is there like a hey once you get disc established is there one that you think is like the next no i think or? they're
0: all i think they're also different um the one that i really and i think just because it's more universal you'll see it like my wife uses it within her i've done probably eight discs analysis in my life through different corporations i worked for my wife uses it. it's just probably the okay. most universal to talk about yeah. um i like the one there's one too that go put your strengths to work that one's a good one too
1: strength finder is that is that It's not strength, strength finder?
0: finders oh, it's, it's something not stre- something it's not a gallop like the Gallup strength finder. Yep, it's a, uh, yep. yeah, go put your strengths to work. And that really talks about like, that's always, that's an interesting conversation of whether you double down, ones like double down on your strengths. Don't try to pick your weaknesses up. You know, that's always the.
1: I I agree with that. I, I get literally yeah. the advice that you should go work on your weaknesses. Yeah. It's like, not that you shouldn't, you know, you just ignore or whatever, you know, but you really should double down on strengths. I love yeah. DISC as well. I, I, You said it in corporate. I was exposed to it and I got really, really uh, kind of geeked out on it. Uh, I'm a high I and then D. Yeah. You can tell. I, I could have I. picked that out. Yeah. They're the look easiest
0: to pick me. out. Yeah. <laughs> look they're at the me. Easiest. Look at me. Yeah.
1: Right. But um, the, the one downside of DISC, it's not DISC itself, but I think the way people interpret DISC sometimes is that they see whatever their high is. They're a high C, they're a high I. It means that they can't, do something else or be something else or yeah. or they can't yeah. exist in another so in other words if you're a high C highly analytical and you're right. a low I it's I think people are like oh yeah I don't socialize or I don't yeah. do that because I'm a high C. It's like no 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 if you're under a 50 it means it expends energy for you to do it. Yeah. You could do anything. If you're yeah. over a 50, it means that you gain energy from doing it. Right. So like if you're a C, you could yeah. probably spend all day in a spreadsheet and then go in and like optimize that spreadsheet. I don't know, but like that's what I picture C's, right? Like yeah. you, you like to think deeply and introspectively, and you don't want to be yep. in a crowd of a thousand people and no. glad handing the whole room. You can do it, but you right. probably need to go up to the hotel room afterward and get yeah, exactly so, get a right. relief, right? Right for me. Yep. For me to sit down and like analyze something like I'm drained after an hour. I want to punch myself, but put me on eight podcasts in a row. Then I'm going out to dinner and I'm doing that. I'm rolling. I'm good till two in the morning. So that's the only thing with this that people I think misinterpret. It's not like you are and you aren't, or you can, and you can't. It's this gives you energy. This takes your energy away. Did you have something to say on that?
0: No. I mean, I think you're, you're spot on where, um, you know, and it, a lot of times, I'm around with people that, you know, in, in sales, a lot of the, like your, your high D your high I, I mean, they're the best. I mean, uh, if I could pick out, if I could profile. Hey. The, the,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> they're your, I mean, they're naturally attuned to sales and you're the same. You're the way, you know, if I go to a conference and I'm around people all day long and, the, and it gets, gets done and then meetings at, and then dinners at six o'clock, like I need to, I need an hour break to myself of just yeah. like, it, I don't get like, I need to recharge to do that, to do that again that evening. So yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. And everybody's different, you know, and it's, it's always good to, to draw on those that are our opposites for sure. Yeah. You know, let's uh, just have different, different viewpoints. Yeah.
1: Did you have a second thing on advice? I feel like I might've No, said but it. I
0: would say, I would say that I did have a second thing. I would, that, um, one of the things that I did not expect is how unnerving it was to be around people that were trying to deliver you value with nothing in return. Like I who come from a society of like, when somebody gives you something, you're like, okay, what's the ask? Like what, you know, sometimes we're guarded with taking value from others because you're like, oh, like now i've got like something's coming um and there was a few more than a few conversations that were yeah just like people just want to help you it's like this is uncomfortable this is i 45 years of 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 a lot of transactions of a lot of uh, interactions that you're uh just doesn't feel quite right until you get a little bit more used to it um which is i mean it's a great thing but it's uh it's not what we probably face in our day to day. It's just people trying to help others be better. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I'd like to say that we think uh, that people in this community tend to think transformationally instead of transactionally when it comes to relationships. Yeah. You know, there's, I, I agree, and I think there's a there's an un there's an unwritten and sort of known, and, and this isn't just abundance, but anybody that's had anybody I meet that's that that I've gotten connection to through GoBundles, that's not in GoBundles, but highly successful in some way in their life, is there's just like a I, I know I know I'm, my back is covered somehow some way. It's not yeah. from talking to you, it's not from giving you something and I'm going to get something back, but just being in service. I'm not asking for anything, but it just sort of comes. So I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to worry yeah. about it. I'll just yeah. be in service and my back will be covered. I, that's what I found at least.
0: Yeah. And it's, I think that's one of the dirty secrets of uh, the really successful is they learn along the way. It's like the more they give, the more they'll get, you know, they know, I mean, they're just not going to provide value to anybody, but they know along the way, like the more the, the universe works like that, it's, uh, it just comes back around. And uh, so you see, you know, you see that people that are deep into philanthropy. I'm on a philanthropy council and. Uh,
1: oh, good. But Derek. Yeah.
0: Well, I just, I'm in a local, like a Oh, local oh, oh that's
1: yeah. Abundance. Gotcha. But you
0: yeah. see people, you know, it's like the more they give, the more comes back to them. And they know that too. It's uh, yeah.
1: I love it. It's- I love it. All right. Let's wrap this with a question from the go Abundance card game. The yeah. three of clubs. I always confuse okay. clubs and spades. Three of clubs. Yep. That's the three, like...
0: That's the puppy's feet or the shovel. That's what I always say in my The kids. puppy's feet. Three yep. clubs.
1: Thank you. That's good. Puppies I don't feet.
0: know that. Puppies feet
1: if you could ask a single person, any person, dead or alive, one question, and they had to answer truthfully, who oh, and what would you ask?
0: Oh man, <laughs> you're a thanks. Good, I, you know, I've always been like I'm always intrigued by Roosevelt, um,
1: Teddy, or FDR.
0: Teddy, when Teddy. He, I, mean, I would like to know, like, when he put all the land aside and be like, what. Like, what was his vision for a thousand years? You know, like, we've seen what happens now, but just, uh, I would just love to know how he had this vision to set aside all this, all these great spaces and, and protect them. Um, yeah. That's probably the person I'm most intrigued with all the time. And some of the things that he did and got away, you know, went on giant hunting safaris and all kinds of things like that. Yeah, it's,
1: it's This is where my ignorance is going to come in. Did he start like the national parks or something? Is that what, what Yeah, he, he put, out? he
0: run, well, he put, I mean, he, he, did, he, did, he didn't start them, but he put, um, I should, I mean, he put like the vast majority of anything that's set aside in national parks, wilderness areas, anything like that. He, he put those aside. Um, yeah. So he what was
1: the, what was the talking point on it? Do you know, like what, what's the, what's the press release say as to why? because I like the question like what was your thousand year vision I doubt
0: that was in there but what was his reason was it just I, don't I know. you know I don't know I think he was just seeing a lot of them he was a big he was a big hunter um you know he he did a lot of, he was a big birder he was a you know he he was a birder and just conservationist um I, you know that was a time when they were everything was expanding and we were using up all of our natural resources at at breakneck speed and didn't think anything of it um, I think he just wanted to protect protect those things uh yeah he had like a right-hand man and the story goes that that they were putting you know they put these land they, the congress was going to stop them from putting all this this land aside and uh it just basically like laid out a map and said like oh is this ground like we don't know what anything is but let's make this a national forest you know it was like anything they could set aside they did in a hurry and so yeah that's uh that's kind of That's a good one. I love it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good one to
1: know. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I uh, fun fact, I played him in a play in high school called Arsenic and oh, I didn't play him. I played a crazy nephew who thought he was him in a high school play called Arsenic and Old Lace. It's actually a pretty big book from like way back when, but yeah, about these two old ladies who see older older single men, like widowed men, as just being sad and needing to be euthanized. So oh. they, they bring them over, they treat them well, but they put arsenic in their drink. And they nice. have a crazy nephew, Teddy, Rose, who thinks he's Teddy Roosevelt, who buries these men in the Panama Canal, which is a trench in his basement. Yep. I played that guy. Nice. That's what they thought of me in high school. So that's my closest connection to Teddy Roosevelt.
0: That's interesting. I didn't think we'd go there <laughs> today, but I'm glad you dug that up. You never,
1: you never know. You never Matt know. Matt goes, where can people learn more about you? A LinkedIn profile, Instagram, social media, email, whatever you want to put out there.
0: Yeah, you can follow uh, mattbose.com, uh, it was my business, uh, and then LinkedIn, uh, email it, hello at mattbose.com. Yeah.
1: Perfect. I appreciate you being on, man. Uh, hopefully see you at a future event, uh, Lake Oconee maybe, or no?
0: Um, I'll be in Madison here, but not Lake Oconee.
1: I'll miss yeah. Madison. I was going to go yep. to that, but living down here just didn't make yep. it out for me. So, well, we'll yep. see you at one of them, but I appreciate you coming on.
0: All right. Thanks, Jamie.